Hey, how are you doing? It's Alan here from Looking for Warriors. And I've got a morning that there is no rain. So I thought I'd walk to the Florida bus stop and have a chat with you guys for two minutes. So, sorry guys. Might have been quiet there for a minute, but I just saw a bus showing up. And I was going to jump on it, but I won't now. Um, it's actually not out of service. So, I was listening to a YouTube video. Evan Carmichael. The Believe Guy. I don't know if he's still around while you listen to this. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. Anyway. Evan Carmichael. He's talking about the school system. I love listening to stuff about the school system, as you may have gathered <laughs> at this stage. And... He's talking about a couple of things. One of them it was, which I'll talk about again. I'm not going to talk about today. But one of them was learn versus memorize. Which he's dead right. That's a uh, big issue today. So we don't need to memorize anything really. We need to learn how to learn. And that's something that I'm in constant pursuit of. I want to know how to learn how to learn. And how to teach people to learn how to learn. But... The other thing he was talking about was how to define what success means for you. So, what he's saying is that, and again, I'll say it again, probably hear this every single time, but I apologize for the noise in the background. There are some on my side road and there's cars, so I apologize for that. But it's either do these or don't do these. And if I don't do them when I'm walking on the road towards the bus stop, I'll never do them. So, I want to talk about learn versus memorize. Just on another bus. I want to talk about learn. Sorry. I want to talk about what success, defining what success means for you. This is something the school system doesn't do, so. You have to do it for yourself, or if you don't do it for yourself, you have to get a. Um, you have to do it for your kids. But I think you probably should do if you have kids. But I think you should probably do it for yourself and do it for your kids. So, what does success mean? Now, when I about it was twenty years ago, maybe twenty years ago, I defined success for me when I left school. I left school with. I passed what's called the Leaving Cert in Ireland, but not very good um, marks. Just about passed it. And I repeated it, did nothing and failed it the second time. And I left school pretty depressed and I was told that I'd ruined my life and everything was, everything from here on in was going to be pretty crappy because, and it was my fault. Which I don't buy that, you know. If my kids don't do well, Certainly what they do is, um, is part of it. But what I do with them, particularly when they're small, like about zero to five, or zero to seven, let's say, is put the foundation in. And 
to build a strong house you need a good foundation and a good foundation is very simple just attention and peaceful parenting really you need attention just as much as you need food and need a peaceful environment to some extent now that doesn't mean that everything is all still got to be boundaries and it's got to be areas that they can't go beyond and it's still got to be still got to be boundaries and a little bit of play fighting and stuff like that is absolutely fine <coughs> it's not like a woman's environment where everybody has to be happy and we have to keep everybody happy and, and nobody's actually happy but we all pretend we are <coughs> not that but so anyway get back to what I was saying so I left school this told you know you've ruined your life and I read a book it was from a guy called I was actually just walking around I think it was a place in Ireland called Dunleary at the time I was walking around the place just wandering and something told me about this bookstore so I went in and I was depressed and I was asking for help to whatever is out there and I was drawn in this bookstore, this very specific book. Now, I don't think it was expensive. It was like 13, 14 euro or something like that. Which is all the money I really had on me, as far as I remember. And so I picked up this book. James O'Keefe. He was like a... Some sort of like a CEO of, of um, Procter & Gamble at the time. As far as I remember, and it's written in really simple language. So even someone like me who didn't do great in their exams could read it. And I was just drawn in and fascinated. I spent the next month reading the whole book and doing every exercise in it. And I lived my life by it for six, seven years. And this one book. You know, sometimes did you ever get into a situation where there's a certain person or maybe a teacher that you knew when you were young or or just a, you know, maybe a dad maybe somebody this person just draws you in and they draw you in and there's just, you know, it's an instant connection and not only that, they want what's good for you. You see this person, you know, this person wants what's good for you. And you know you're protected and you're loved. And they give you good advice, really good advice. So, I don't know if you can imagine this kind of person in your head, but for me, that's what James O'Keefe was, even though I never met him. And I lived my life by it for, for years. Um, you had to write out all your goals, put them into division, first division, second division, third division, by priority. Then he said, you know, you play your life in the first division, so you're going to focus on that. And then he said, you have to number each one, A, B, C. A is, you know, you have to get this done. B is, you would like to get this done. C is, it would be nice if you could get this done. Because you're all stuff you want to do. And then once you had them all A, B and C, 
set up numbers beside each one, so I had to hold my priority. A1, A2, A2, A3, A4, B1, B2, B3, B4. Then you took A1 and you broke it down. It was a good little system. And it was a good system for picking your goals as well. He, he had hundreds of goals set up and he just picked them out. So, the whole thing was so simple to use, which is exactly what I needed at the time. Now, I don't follow that anymore because I've since found Agile and you have to move on and develop. And new systems make sense then when you're developing. But at that time, that was exactly what I needed now. It changed everything I did going forward. And I set up what success meant to me. And success meant making money, having a sports car, being with a woman I was crazy about, and living in the country, I thought. And, and there was a whole bunch of other things. But every one of those things I got, every one of them. Over years, you know, it wasn't kind of like instant and I worked, I worked real hard. But I achieved every one of them. Not every one of them things that I listed out of my diary going through the system, but every one of the things I've just mentioned now. And that's what success meant to me at that time. And now I'm older. It's 20 years ago. And success now means my kids have been happy. It means me having a connection with women that I care about. Me being able to look after my family <coughs> and having some fun in my life. And also, I'm just really excited about you know, these podcasts and building businesses and and all that kind of thing. But being true a lot, like all of us, to some extent, life is suffering. You don't get to your 40s without, I don't know, maybe you do, I don't know. But I didn't get to my 40s without being scarred, hugely. So your heart's going to be broken. You're going to have financial failures. You're going to have all kinds of terrible things happening to you. Maybe up in the prison, maybe they're raped, I don't know. But if you get to 40 without anything significantly bad happening to you, well done. Because, or maybe not well done, maybe you need these terrible bad things to happen to you to grow. So maybe it's not well done. Maybe commiserations. So, part of the issue then is how to go through these things and come out the other side. And part of that is what Louis C.K. was saying, you have to run towards the fire. What Louis C.K. was talking about is, he was talking about, I'll just say this really quickly, but I'm going to move on. This is getting much too long now. But Louis C.K. was talking about when a dog bites you, you, and I mentioned this in the previous podcast, so if you heard it before, apologies, but I'll just say it again, if you don't mind, you'll just indulge me this one time, that if, if it, the vicious dog bites you, the, 
what you want to do is pull your hand away. Let's say he bites your hand. What you want to do is pull your hand away. But then if you do that, he could rip your hand off. The dog has already bitten you. Just punch your marks in your hand. So there's no good way of getting out of that situation. You've already got the punch your marks. You're already in a, you, no matter what happens in a bad situation. But getting your hand ripped off is a worse situation. <laughs> so you make this situation worse. But there's no good. There's no good solution. So what he says you're supposed to do. And I've never been in a situation of a dog punching, <laughs> punching the skin of my hand. So I'll have to take his word for it. If you know better, you can let me know in the comments. But what he says you're supposed to do is you're supposed to push your hand in towards the dog. And what that means is the dog feels the hand going towards his throat and automatically opens his mouth. Now, from my limited knowledge of animals, I do know that they work on instinct. And, you know, if a crocodile bites you or, yeah, bites down you, he automatically rolls to tear you apart and just an instinct they can't not do that and I imagine even though I've never been in a situation but Lucy K is probably true as well that the um, it's an instinct to open the dog's mouth once you push your hand in towards the mouth maybe that's wrong I don't know but let's just go with the story yeah so and it, it, it works in many different areas you know if you're trained as a fireman you're trained to run towards the heat and the fire which is not what you want to do. You don't want to run towards the heat and the fire. Um, the natural reaction is to run away from fire, as you can imagine. And I heard a story once about submarine. I know what, you don't call them sailors, do you? The guys in submarines. And they're trained that if they hear running, you know, if you're underwater, you know, hundreds of miles underwater, and you hear running water inside the submarine, that's a very, very dangerous thing because that means there's water coming into the submarine. It probably means everyone's going to die quite soon. A really horrible death. And what you want to do is you want, your whole body wants to run away from that water. But what they're trained to do is to run towards the water to find out what the issue is. And so when these horrible, terrible things happen to you, and it happened to everyone. You, what you want to do is hide. You know, letters coming in the door, phone calls. You want to hide. You want to get away from it. And but, and, but the proper action is to realize that there's no good solution to this. There's no good solution. But hiding from it is going to make it a lot worse. And what you need to do is run towards the water and run towards the fire. But let's get back to the proper subject of this. How do you define success? So we're all going to have those terrible times in our life. We're all going to have horrible times. And times that we feel are just unbelievable and we can't get out of. But we've got to keep pushing towards what we define as success for us. And that's completely different for, for every single person. And we've got to teach our kids young how to define their own success. Whatever happens to be. Success might be being the best plumber in your city that could be what success means to you success could be well I just want to work to make money so I can go travelling or you know I can have time with my kids success might be 
you know, I need to be driving a sports car and I need to have X amount of money in and a house in the country. And as I mentioned before, what success is going to change over time. But it's completely unique. That's one thing I would say. We all might have similar things we put down that how we define success, but essentially it's unique. My success is not your success. You know, my success is right now is sitting in front of the computer 12 hours a day and being the best funnel builder or marketer that I can be and you know having time with my kids and paying my bills and all right now that's just my that's my success and I'm achieving that simple definition of success but to you or to someone else that might be hell on earth <laughs> so, so you know success is is a fine very different to very different people but I think one thing the school system doesn't do is define show kids how to define what success is for them so for example the sitting down find out what their values are working out what their values are which obviously that's going to change there's core values they're probably with you all through your life but in general your values are going to change over time but just sit down and be able to write out Jordan Peterson is the man for this actually and I'll, I'll mention that in a few minutes but sit down and be able to write out what success means to you in you know five years in a year five years in ten years whatever that you can have that mapped out for yourself and move towards it and the best place today that I know about this is um, the Jordan Peterson system which I think is excellent um, it's not understandmyself.com that's his other thing um, uh, author I think it's called Life Authoring Life Author I'll find out the proper name I'll find out the proper name I think it's just search for life, Jordan Peterson Life Author or Life Authoring it's like you write your own life to do he does past, present and future and it's cheap you know it's, I don't know what it is like 15 euro or something but Life Authoring is the best place that I know of right now to do this there's probably other better places well, Jordan Peterson's life ordering is the best one that I know right now, and that's what that's what I wish I had. I was was shown to me, and that's what I will do. That's what I will do. That's what I will make sure young people I know know how to do that and where to do it.